the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, 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 investing in more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, markets are a little bit lower. I think, again, this is a very easy market to read. We have big valuations. We've got a lot of expectations for 2021. We've got vaccine around the corner. We're hoping none of the batches gets overcooked or problematic because we want every vaccine we can get as soon as we can get it. UK opened up the doors and said, hey, we approve Pfizer and BioNTech COVID vaccine. The first major country to do that. U.S. will probably do it by this time next week. Global stocks took a breather today. And that led to the United States taking a breather. Temperate expectations over stimulus talks. Mitch McConnell, who I would not invite to a party because he's a party pooper. He says, I don't know about the stimulus. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want the Republican stimulus. And Democrats want the Democrat stimulus. And in the middle, shall we meet or no? Do we wait for the Senate runoff in Georgia or no? Care about your constituents, you don't wait. If you're playing politics, you wait. That's why I once said, vote everyone out, all of them. Send them a message that you pay their salaries. But I don't say that anymore because some people might be upset by that. And I live in the hashtag don't cancel me culture world that is the 21st century. ADP reported private sector employment that showed 307,000 jobs added. That's way off the expected 440,000. November marked a record month of the stock markets. Yesterday, all-time highs. Woohoo! Love it, love it, love it, love it. Except for I'm not retired, so I kind of wish the all-time high would wait till the day I retire and cash out. Want to push all my chips in and say that's it, cash me out, guys. Uh, right now, I want discounts. I want to be able to buy on the cheaper. UK became the first country to approve the Pfizer BioNTech COVID. Vaccine. That means probably in about two months, four months, six months, we won't be talking about Easter is going to be a super spreader event. But Thanksgiving and Christmas are. Um, is there another, maybe St. Patrick's Day, we can go out to bars, get drunk, make out with strangers? Maybe. Maybe it won't be a super spreader event. And you're saying, I want to hang out with you on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, you do. Um, that's what we're looking at. It, it looks pretty obvious at this point in time. Salesforce has agreed to buy Slack, which is one of those companies that didn't rock it and own it during COVID. When we were all locked down, we should have been activating and signing onto our Slack accounts. We weren't. Zoom and Microsoft were the two winners that I could see on enterprise software. So... Salesforce is maybe getting a bit of a discount because they didn't see the uh, Slack didn't see their stock rock and roll. 
Elon Musk has warned Tesla staff that its stock could get crushed like a souffle. I don't know. Something I like about that. I'm going to try to work that into conversation today. Like, hey, kids, if you haven't done your homework, I'm going to crush you like a souffle. No, 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 that doesn't work, right? Okay, dog, go get a stick or I'm going to crush you like a souffle. No, 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 no. I guess it works with Elon Musk and Tesla because I kind of like it. Ten-year treasury sits at 95 basis points. That is good news and bad news. It's good news that it says the economy is showing signs of stimulus and and, and reignition. It's bad news because it's cheap money becoming a little slightly more expensive. So if you want the cheap mortgage, say bye-bye when that hits as it rolls higher and higher. Big scam this Christmas season is going to be the PlayStation 5. Listen to this. Some people are getting death threats. Because they're going on Facebook, they're going on Craigslist, and they're saying, hey, if you want one, it costs $500, but I'm going to charge you 1000 But if you want one for your kid, your brat, your little COVID-precious child who's been at home struggling, not going to school, it's your duty as a parent to pay double and get gouged. Well, not so much. Some people are actually throwing out death threats at people who are trying to gouge. Some people are saying, overall, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to get one of Willy Wonka's golden tickets. I mostly agree with that statement. The PlayStation 5 model is selling for around $1,000 on StockX, which is where you can go pay double for sneakers, Xboxes, Playstations, what have you. A small minority of professional resellers are using bot software that enables them to buy items faster than a human could. Oh, screw me. <laughs> kind of thing, like, I'm never going to compete with a bot. You mean I have to get up at 12, 14 in the morning to put a bid on something on eBay? No, thank you. Um, but video games are still big. Uh, Fortnite has launched a new season. That is a company, that is a product that pulls in well over a billion dollars a year in revenue. Have a lot of eyeballs on YouTube. Its impact in media and eyeballs and advertising cannot be understated, in my opinion. Democrats sent secret COVID-19 stimulus proposal to McConnell. We're kind of in that position where we're watching the big players and saying, when are we going to see that stimulus? When are we going to get this? We've had a great year. If we stop right here and go sideways, I'm stoked. We have 30 days until the end of the month. Have you maxed out your 401k? You should. Have you looked into open enrollment season? Your unused FSA funds might be able to carry over to next year. If you have a flexible spending account in FSA, some plans let you carry over slightly more in unused funds for next year. Otherwise, you may want to suck it up and get some eyeball glasses or something that's healthcare oriented sooner rather than later. But the IRS has made changes to the COVID-19 pandemic scenarios. And they're saying, you know, if you've been putting off medical expenses, you could use it next year. Not all of it, but eh, we kind of get it. Something to think about, right? Elsewhere out there, Palantir down 18%. Stock got downgraded to underweight from equal weight. I don't want to play that stock. It's a Civil War stock. It's a black versus white stock. It is a North versus South. It is a uh, communist versus capitalist. It's it's everything bad in the world of investing, you don't want to get involved in. People are passionate on both sides. 
Kohl's got upgraded to buy from hold or at Deutsche Bank, $49 price target. I can make a case for Kohl's. It's boring. It's granny panties. It's not sexy. If you're looking for the thong, 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 thong song, it's not there. But it is retail, and we do love to shop as a nation. My best example of that was when I was 10, I thought I was going to die if I didn't get a pair of Nikes. And my mom got me a pair of Kmart Bobos, and they cost $1.99. And everyone at school sang songs at me. Bobos cost $1.99. Bobos make your feet feel fine. Bobos were the poor man's uh, Nikes. But as a kid, you want it. And that's where Kohl's plays. We want clothes. We want brand names. We want, we want, we want. Elsewhere out there, I think I said this already, Walmart Plus is dropping the minimums on their shipping orders. That's good news for Walmart. Walmart is an interesting company versus Amazon. I'm not saying that I'm positive on it, but Walmart has 4,700 stores. Their footprint's much bigger than the footprint of Amazon. 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart. They could be a force, will they? I don't think so. But this is a step in the right direction. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I got into this industry about 23 years ago, very similar to Patrick O'Hare. And I've been talking to him for over 20 years. That's not lost on me. One of the reasons I got into the industry was I didn't want to work till the day I died. That was my goal. I don't have crazy expenses in my life. I don't have motorcycles, jet skis, boats. I don't have crazy vacations at the top of the world. I, I do have some things that are a little bit, you know, pricey, but I think we all do, right? My thought there is figure out things that hold some value and that mean stuff to you. I want you to save every single you know, paycheck. I want you to save every single month. I use that stupid Acorns account, which is an app that rounds up your Visa card or your MasterCard purchases. So you go get, say, a soda today and you spend a buck 75, it rounds it up to $2. So it invests 25 cents for you. You could choose to have monthly withdrawals from your bank account, weekly withdrawals. I think Acorns is a lovely app. I think it does a very, very nice job. Um, I've gone from, like, let's test it out to, I put all my credit cards on it. I don't mind paying 25 cents, 50 cents, 75 cents extra for everything I buy. It auto-invests for me. I like that concept. So I'm at I'm, I'm accumulating quite a bit of wealth in it. Depends on what you mean by quite a bit of wealth, right? I'm not talking like Apple wealth. I'm talking about something different. Take a look at the markets today. Nothing to see here. It's not quite a murder scene. It's not quite sexy. Um, S&P 500's down four pennies. Like nothing. Nothing, I tell you. Um... Down 0.00% is what it fractionally comes out to. It hit record highs yesterday. The Dow Jones Industrial Averages at 29,800. It hit 30,000 last week. All-time high. We don't need to be at all-time highs every day to feel good about ourselves. NASDAQ 
down one-fifth of 1%. No big deal. Looking at some of the other indices, what do they tell us? Are people value shopping at the Russell? Nope. Oil's a little bit higher? Huh. That should be a play on the world economy's picking back up. The UK saying we're going to get shots that give us the COVID vaccine. Gold sitting slightly up on the idea that stimulus is coming. Winter's coming. The dead are walking. Whatever you want to say is ominous. It's pushing gold a little higher. 10-year treasury sits at 95 basis points. I'm going to have a sad day when it's at 100 basis points or 1%. The free money is becoming less free. The cheap money is becoming less cheap. Makes being an investor a little bit tougher. Right now, it's easy. You should be looking at these kind of days and going, Psh, these are good days. I don't know how I got this, but Avita is showing up in all my pop-up ads now all of a sudden. I'm like, I don't have that much hair and like I don't use that much beauty products, but it's showing up everywhere. What do I do to deserve that? Don't track me, bro. Uh, Google's getting ready for don't track me, bro content by starting up more subscriptions. Uh, Fortnite has a subscription model that's only like $2 more than the regular season pass, but the season could last two and a half, three months, whereas the subscription could last every month, 12 months. Very, very smart of Epic and Fortnite to do that. It's a way of monetizing the people who play the game, and that's a business model, especially when you add in the subscription. Wall Street has an aha moment. Aha! Guilty. Tesla storms the S&P 500. Okay, I could look at the valuation and say that's problematic. I could look at a CEO who's a little bit wonky at times and say that's problematic. I could look at production issues and say that's problematic. What would I have to do to say I love the stock? I'd be a momentum investor or a future investor in solar or a future investor in the people who control solar panels, which is essentially Tesla. So tech has Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, Facebook. Why not throw in Tesla? The caretakers over the S&P 500 say they will add Tesla to the index before Christmas. So I will own Tesla before Christmas because I own the S&P 500 fund in some of my accounts. I'm totally good owning it like that. I'd, I'd rather be surrounded by some of the other names like a Apple and a Microsoft. Um, versus a pure play on Tesla. I love the pure play on Tesla, but that's if I'm a speculative investor. What type of investor are you, conservative? Are you a mommy with two twin children and you've lost your husband? Are you a firefighter? Are you someone who owns a cafe up in Napa and you're wondering when will people come back as tourists? We're all different investors. I'm a gambling man by nature. That's going to be on my tombstone, except for I'm not going to be buried, so that's a problem. Where I want to be buried is in my backyard, in a shoebox. I want the dog to dig up my shoebox and pull my head into the, the living room and shock all the children and grandchildren or whatever's around the house at that point in time. I don't believe in funerals. That's an industry that I do not like. And believe it or not, there are investments in funerals. 
there are companies that you can go out and buy that have that exposure. Funeral homes. And here's the easy way of talking about it. Well, everyone's going to die and pay taxes. Therefore, it's a good investment. is what I would say. But there are some death trends for sure in investing and total deaths per year are rising in the world because of where we are in population. Caskets can cost $10,000. There's a company called Service Corp, ticker symbol SCI. They're valued at $8 billion. They had revenue that almost doubled in the last five years. That ain't bad. Matthews International, ticker symbol MATW, they make caskets and cremation equipment. Carriage Services, ticker symbol CSV, they're a leader in funeral home and cemeteries. They operate 211 funeral homes in 29 states. That's just creepy. Hill and Brand, not a pure play, but they're one of the largest businesses. They've partnered with funeral directors to sell caskets and cremation products, but they also have other tech solutions. Hey, you can invest in death if you want. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Excuse me. I swallowed something wrong. I'm Rob Black. Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Wishing you a very merry holiday season and much, much more. <coughs> what a year. Just again to show you, you can't predict this stuff. The amount of stuff that I've gone through in my investing career is phenomenal. And most of it, we would never, ever, ever, ever been able to predict. So I throw that out there. Um, and you should kind of have a pretty good feeling on that. I've gone through multiple recessions, depressions. I've gone through dictators. I've seen horrific things in the headline news on diseases and I'm good with most of it with that said I don't know what the next one's going to be nor do you and that's where you need to get very careful with yourself so that you don't wreck yourself by thinking you're you're smarter than the world I will admit that at times it's not easy to pull that off because we get caught up in the day-to-day. I remember a financial planner that panicked, basically pooped his pants in an overnight trade scenario where something hit in big news. <clears throat> I know you're saying, what do you mean by that? Um... I think that a good example of that, <clears throat> excuse me, would be like when Trump got elected and overnight you saw markets weren't expecting that worldwide. 
and you quickly saw a shift, a down in expectations on Wall Street for the next year. And stocks fell 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, 1,000 points overnight. I've seen people panic. It's really a good thing not to panic. Corrections happen. Um, I think they're normal, and I think they're very, very healthy. So know that that's where I'm coming from. If you're like, I don't want to lose money, that's fine. The 12 bear markets that have averaged a decline of more than 30% over 14 months, they take about 24 months to recover. This one this year didn't. There's been 12 bear markets since World War II with an average decline of about 32.5%. And once it hits down 32.5%, it takes about two years almost to hit all-time highs again. Now, again, there's no guarantees. But I think the market's seen essentially everything. I remember in 2000, we knew 2000 was coming up because Prince told us, Say, say, 2000, zero, zero, party over, it's out of time. We were scared on Wall Street. What if Americans don't get their Social Security checks? Because before we were saying the computers were like, well, what year is it, 1999? So we'll say 99, and then we put someone's age in 68 and do a subtraction. And you're like, well, they deserve Social Security. By God, they're old enough. But when it went to zero, zero, and you did subtraction their age, there was negative. And like, well, we don't know what to do. There was mass panic. There was concern. There was concern during HIV. There was a real estate boom in the 90s. There was a real estate boom in the 2000s. There was a real estate boom in 2016. It depends on when you get in and when you get out. I mean, like, where do you feel? Bitcoin has come and gone, and now it's coming again. You're going to go through these cycles where if you don't have that discipline of not being greedy or fearful, you're going to get into trouble. So again, when you hear somebody like CFP, Chad Burton, or myself talk, you're not us, and we're not you, and I'm not him. <laughs> Is that fair? So learn to feel comfortable trying not to have fear and greed. When approaching markets. It's the best thing I could say. Here's the stuff that I've seen in my lifetime. I've seen two, maybe three housing bubbles. And my, my lifetime is not since I was zero. My lifetime is an investor from 20 to 50. I've seen two housing bubbles. A European debt crisis. Asian financial crisis. Which was the Asian flu. Not to be confused with the politically insulting Chinese flu. I saw the United States S&P 500, S&P Standard Poor's debt downgrade. My father once said, America, the United States has the best credit in the world. We always pay our debt. Therefore, we get to charge a very low amount when we want it on interest. But I saw that down, debt downgrade happen in my lifetime. I was like, whoa, that wasn't supposed to happen in my lifetime. I saw the flash crash. Do you remember when computers started taking over trading and suddenly we're down 700 points and everyone's like, why are we down 700 points? It was a computer flash crash. The cotton bubble, the Y2K computer crashing. The beans in the teens, the rare earth, the uranium, Ebola. Do you remember Ebola? Do you remember bird flu? Do you remember swine flu? Do you remember mad cow? How about SARS or the West Nile virus? 
I remember when West Nile hit. I was living in Marin County in California, and I was like, well, it's a good thing I'm not old, because I don't know how to stop mosquitoes from biting me. Now I'm older, and that would scare me. I saw Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns collapse. I saw countrywide credit go basically virtually worthless after growing up looking at them as a massive, powerful company. I saw the wand devalued. I saw zero interest rates, negative rates. Oil at $10 a barrel, oil at $140 a barrel. Oil negative. We saw oil negative this year. That's the craziest story where if you had storage space, they would have given it to you because it was sitting in tankers doing nothing. What else have I seen? I've seen COVID-19. I've seen Bitcoin. I've seen Tesla. I've seen Volkswagen emission scandal that should put that company out of business and it didn't. The cannabis bubble one, the cannabis bubble burst two, the cannabis bubble three. Like it, it's almost a yo-yo. Security stocks in 2003, a big thing. Four debt downgrade. An American car company that was never supposed to see their debt downgraded, it was. I've seen SARS, 9-11, planes crashing into towers. Unbelievable. And we recovered. I saw the Iraq War I with Bush Sr. I saw the Iraq War II with Bush Jr. I saw Kim Jong-un's nuclear ambitions. The global financial crisis, the 2008 deficits in the pigs. Portugal, Italy, Greece, Spain, Ireland, P-I-I-G-S. I've seen Brexit, which, is this one ever going to end? I've seen the hanging chads in an election where for 20 plus days, we were like, I wonder who won. I wonder who won. I wonder who won. And this was truly, I wonder who won. It wasn't challenging seven or eight states. This was challenging one. And it wasn't thousands and thousands and millions and millions of votes. It was under 500. It was too close to call. I've seen Argentina just be a mess year over year over year over year. Puerto Rico, Venezuelan bonds, the European banks. I've seen the Icelandic financial crisis. I've seen China edging into Hong Kong with military might. Any one of those events would be a 100-year flood event. Mark it down. Bear Stearns never goes away. West Nile's never here. Mad Cow is... None of it ever happens, and they've all happened in my investment lifetime. So if you happen to find yourself fearful or greedy, you're not me. That's why I say be very, very cautious with all this. I think some things that are going in the United States' favor, we have a Federal Reserve that gets to stimulate economies, you lower interest rates. And they say devil may care about inflation, which is a problem. But so far in 20 years of devil may care, it hasn't led to a problem. Which brings me to every now and then I get an email from someone who's like, <clears throat> inflation's going to be a problem. Dollar's going to devalue. And I'm like, yes, yes, I know. I totally agree. But I have to deal with what I'm dealt with and move forward. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Small update on my mother because I brought it up. Um, she has been diagnosed with COVID. She's still in the ICU. She's still on oxygen. And she has hospice helping her basically in her final days. So she's on morphine. Never a good sign when hospice shows up with morphine. 
Um, she didn't die on Thanksgiving, which was probably a strange blessing. But at this point in time, there's not a lot of positives. Other than, I don't know. She's got good help. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. People are starting to feel better, and they're starting to let their guard down on Thanksgiving and on Christmas. We're expecting a pretty big spike in the number of people checking into hospitals. Short-term pain, medium-term, we look about six months from now to be in a better place. Can't guarantee that, but that's the way it looks to be playing now. November was a spectacular month for stocks. Spectacular. Um, You tend not to have months like that. And when you do have them, you appreciate them and you go, well, that was nice. Better not count on that again. Best November anyone has ever experienced. Several indications point to an exhausted market. We started 2020 with markets are on a 10-year bull market and they don't seem to slow down, but the valuation is looking expensive. Then we get COVID. We knock some valuation down and it was like, well, that's nice. We needed that anyway. And then things went into a bear market. It's like, well, that's a bit too much. And then they roared back in the summer and the fall. We're higher than we were at the start of the year, even though we've had a recession this year. And if COVID cases spike, as they're expected to, the likelihood of a double-dip recession goes higher. Countering that is the Federal Reserve with low interest rates, and the government, having gotten through the election, knows their job now is to get some stimulus going. The stimulus does not appear to have more $1,200 checks, but more PPP loans um, for small business and some extended Unemployment benefits, $900 billion is a nice number. Is it nice enough to move the needle? It's not great. It's not glorious, to be honest with you. Um, if you were looking for more stimulus, $2 trillion and cash to people, or this will give Biden an opportunity to say, well, now when I'm in office, we need an infrastructure bill. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Years back, you would have looked at me and said, Rob, you're just kicking the can down the road. You're just causing superinflation down the road. I know. But my fellow Americans didn't really ask for the pandemic. And we can't really blame this one on lack of motivation. We can't really say it's their skin color. We can't really say it's the education system. It's our government saying don't go to work. Senators are pushing to extend unemployment programs. U.S. factory gauge eases as employment cools as we're seeing a pickup in first-time unemployment claims. We should see the unemployment numbers struggle to get lower. In fact, they may creep higher again in the short term, pushing us potentially to that double-dip recession, except for we do have a month coming up where we tend to spend a lot December. Keep in mind, you should not be using credit cards to buy Christmas gifts. You should not be using credit cards to buy groceries. You should not be using credit cards to pay your rent. And yet, all those things are true right now for many Americans. So I think there's some urgency for Congress to get another stimulus bill done. And again, 
I'll wait before I say anything else along those lines. Um, <clears throat> in large part, it just, it's sausage making. It's brutal. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. DoorDash setting an IPO range of 75 to $85 a share. Dollars a share. Qualcomm's got some new chips out that are rather interesting as far as 5G goes. I was paying attention to Comcast because Comcast, you know, I told you Google's getting ready to do something tricky, which I love from an investor standpoint. They're no longer giving away free photos and free storage unlimited on email. They're going to start charging. And when you have billions of people using a free service, if you start charging a buck, you suddenly make a billion dollars. If you start charging two bucks, you suddenly make two billion dollars. For something you were giving away free earlier, Wall Street's going to like that. More than likely. Now, Qualcomm just announced its new high-end chip for Android phones, the Snapdragon 888, integrated 5G modem. I bring up the 5G modem because Comcast is talking about 6G modems. And Comcast texts me yesterday and they go, oh, you've used up all your data. I'm like, I thought I had like a gig or 1.2 gig or terabytes. How, how much did I use? And they're like, well, for $11 more, you can go to Unlimited. $11 more a month, da-da-da, do that. You know, if there's four months of overages, and they, for sure I'm going to sign up for that. Because you can rest... Russell, from my dead hand, my cable modem. I'm not giving that baby up. <laughs> not when you're a family of four, all on Zoom calls, all on HD Netflix, all on, like, no. So Comcast is going to start adding, you know, another $11 here, another $25 there. Qualcomm just announced its new high-end chip for Android phones. The Snapdragon 88 is going to be the heart at the most high-end Android devices in the launch of 2021. Most advanced chips are typically used in expensive phones that typically run about $1,000 or more. So Qualcomm's still in a very good position from a licensing standpoint for the next three to five years, but around four to five, we're going to want to look at that again. As Apple, Samsung, Huawei, and others all go, we don't really like being beholden to one company on patents. little Ron Reagan music for us. Peter Gabriel, of course, but to see if you get the Ronald Reagan. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.